Is, is that okay? You need me to do it again. Do it again. Welcome to Ramsmith's Into the Mist podcast. This is Far for Softfoot, your friendly neighborhood halfling ranger coming at you from the deep, dark, hopeless land of Barovia. Did you know that you could join our Patreon and play D&D with the cast and crew at Ramsmith? That's right, for the most experienced players and DMs all the way to total noobs, there's a Patreon level for you. Ten different levels from $1.50 per month all the way to $3.33 a month with perks like uh, being able to attend our Patreon-only seminars, special online and in-person events, uh, DM and player webinars and training, <laughs> even a 24-hour, 7-days-a-week role-playing Discord server that impacts what happens in our live streams. Uh, find out more by going to uh, patreon.com forward slash Ramsmith. That's patreon.com forward slash R-E-A-L-M-S-M-I-T-H. Join us! Let's play some D&D together! Monsieur Werewolf, will, will that work for you? Can I at least ask, uh, what is a Patreon? No more questions, just do! Uh, okay, okay. Join our Patreon today! Uh, we want to thank our Smith Guardians and our Realm Watchers. Um, first of all, the Smith Guardians, who are part of our plot team, who create and write a lot of the modules that we release on the Patreon. They're also moderators. They also manage the Discord, and they do all kinds of wonderful things. So thank you to them. And our Realm Watchers, which are our moderators on the Discord. And they're just a set of eyes for us and the ability to help people as they come into the community, answer any questions, and just keep an eye on things as they move on from day to day. Another great way to support us is through merch. We have lots of merch for both campaigns. Um, I will be releasing a Travas shirt in the next couple days. Um, and we're behind the ball, but if you guys want a Muskoka shirt, we will absolutely release a Muskoka shirt as well so you can honor our fallen hero um, by wearing a shirt um, with his face on it, which would be great because we know there's a lot of Muskoka fans out there. Um, Aftermath is an awesome show on Thursdays. Uh, this Thursday, I think we're probably going to have uh, Critical Bard on to talk about his time as Godfrey. Um, and we'll figure out who else will be joining us during that time. Uh, but it is a semi-spoilerific way for you guys to get your questions answered about what happened in this session. So the idea is you can come, you can ask questions about what I was thinking in the moment or what that cast member was going through. Um, and it is hosted by Hillary Z, our very own Smith Guardian, um, who is awesome. And she does an incredible job with the show. If you like what you see tonight, please consider liking and subscribing on YouTube and uh, make sure, uh, sorry, uh, subscribing and hitting that bell icon to be notified, but also like the video. Um, I have to say that because the algorithm allows more people to see this and um, it's always so silly to say, but I like to say it. Also on Twitch, you can feel free, free to uh, follow us as well as you will be notified too. Without further ado, let us venture into the mist.
Hello, welcome back. All right, last time we left you guys, um, you were at Argen Vostholt after narrowly escaping Babalasaga and saying goodbye to, spoiler warning, Muskoka, who uh, fell at the hands of Babalasaga. Um, you all licked your wounds and spent the evening in Babalasaga's cabin. Um, during that time, you collected some interesting items. You also uh, put her head on a stake and burnt down the cabin um, in memory. And that, I think that was <laughs> Dimitri. Adam has a thing about his characters being into fire. It's just a thing. Um, you think? Shortly after that, you met someone on the road. Um, his name was Travas. He is a young adventurer um, who is also Barovian. Um, and is a native to this land. He had begged you to let you, um, to let him accompany you on your travels and on your adventures. You agreed, some of you not so excited after losing another member recently, um, but you allowed him to do so. You headed to Argen Vostholt, which was just up the way a little bit from the ruins of Berez um, to relight the beacon. As Godfrey uh, stepped inside, um, to take care of some things and to see if you could find Vladimir to say a final goodbye before the beacon was lit. You all came around the corner and saw that Vladimir and his men had taken up position around the mausoleum that you need to place the skull into. Without much else or without uh, many other options, um, you it was a bit of a standoff until Godfrey came through the back door of the manor and grappled Vladimir, holding him in place, hoping to give you a bit of respite while you could hurry, hurriedly, hurriedly move the skull into the mausoleum in order to light the beacon. Combat ensued, Sterling went big Sterling and is now has the skull on his back and is making a beeline for the mausoleum with Revenant in his path. Um, that is where we are going to take things. It is currently right when we um, ended last session. We had one of the Revenants grab at Falfer's ankle as he was climbing to the top of the mausoleum. Um, we had rolled grapple checks. I did not reveal what happened, but Falfer, you were able to, to remove your foot from his grasp at the last minute. Um, and you are safely now on top of the mausoleum on the corner of the roof. Um, and that is where we will continue this evening. All right, uh, that was the first one. Next Revenant, um, I believe I had those two Revenants go. I believe the Revenant that was close to you, Sterling, had not attacked yet, if I remember correctly. I know you're going to want to say, no, no, he attacked. I, I actually honestly don't remember, but I we'll assume he didn't. No, yeah. because it is their... If you don't remember it, then he probably didn't, because it is their initiative step. That is a 17 is not going to hit. 
Neither is a 10, as both of his long sword strikes, two-handing them, swing by you uh, without making purchase. Um, I currently have this Revenant, who is going to close in on Dimitri and take two swings at Dimitri. That is a natural 20 for a 27. And that is a 14. I'm assuming the 14 does not hit Adam. Right. Okay. Um, with the natural 20, that is going to be um, 8 to start. Sorry, uh, 10 to start. Plus another 3. Plus another 4. 17 points of damage. As he hits you from the side, you weren't expecting him as you're engaged currently with the Revenant in front of you, and he hits you at an angle um, as he approaches, and you take that damage. Um, the two on the top are going to take shots at Esmeralda and Travas, who are at the back there. 17, does that hit Esmeralda? That meets it. Meets it. And Travas, 17, does that hit you? Yes. It does. Um, Esmeralda, you're going to take 9 points of damage. And Travas, you're going to take 8 points of damage. Dimitri, you are up. Travas, you are on deck. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, Sterling, I said that he missed. Right. Dimitri, you're up. Travas, you're on deck. Okay. So there's the one right behind me that just hit me. Yeah, you are flanked by two currently. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to. Uh, I, I'm going to attack the one that's uh, right in front of me, not the one that just attacked me. Okay. The one. Yep. The one that's beside Godfrey, who's trying to currently wrestle Godfrey off of Vladimir. Yes. And it's, it's uh, 26 to hit. That's a hit. And. I'm going to add Divine Smite. Very nice. So it's 14 Slashing and 15 Radiant. Okay. 29, and I'm going to attack it again. Is it still up? Yes. Okay. Ooh, natural 20. Oh, very nice. See how it feels. Uh, okay. So, um, uh, I'm going to throw another Divine Smite his way because Ooh. I should. And it'll be, um, 14 Slashing. Yep. Wait, no, no, plus, plus that. Yeah. So 14, 21 Slashing. Okay. And then another, uh, 14 Radiant. Okay. Um, as he begins to, he staggers back slightly as you start your onslaught onto this revenant. God, for you seeing your uh, former brethren um, being hacked down by um, by Dimitri's rage. Travas, you're up. Sterling, you're on deck. Uh, everybody saw me go, ah, when I remembered my uncanny dodge a little too late. Yes. Um... I'm going to run towards uh, this revenant behind Dimitri. 
Yeah, so there's a revenant on either side of Dimitri, yep. Uh, how many feet am I from the one kind of to his left or behind him? Fifteen. Yeah, I'll do that. Fifteen. Okay. And I will uh, attack with my short sword. Yep. And my dagger. Okay. So it's a... Ooh, 25 to hit. Okay. And, and my second one's a natural 20. Nice. Ah, welcome to the game, Dravath. <laughs> so my first uh, is... Uh, it's a 9 with my short sword. It's a... Oh, it's an 8 with my... Uh, dagger, and I have sneak attack of 3d6. So that's 17 plus 13. That's 30 points. Woo! And wow. that's without adding any sort of bonus for my natural 20. What do I get for that? Uh, so your natural 20 is, is your first dice uh, at full. So you add... What was your initial attack? 30. So it'll be my short sword. sword. So it'll be another 6. Plus another six? 4? Is that is that what I but I do I get that bonus on it the plus four? No. So it's thirty six. Wow. Thirty six damage, and I will disengage and move backwards fifteen feet away from him. Okay. Um, and slightly towards the mausoleum. You only attacked with? Did you only attack with your short sword? Or you attacked with your dagger as well. Both short sword and dagger. Okay. Is, uh, does that count as my bonus action? It does. Your second attack counts oh, so as your I bonus can't, action. So I can't disengage. No. I will stay there then. Okay. Yeah, hey Jay, just so yeah. you know, there's like a really low-end rumbling that we can hear from a storm. Yeah. I'm sure the storm is brewing, but it also made it so that we couldn't hear a lot of what uh, Trevis, yep. Trevor, Trevas, Crevice was saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Yeah, you're a little muffled, uh, Travas, there. Everyone else is... I don't know if you can give it a bit more oh, volume sorry. at all, Dave. Um, Sterling, you're up. Okay. <clears throat> so, this dude's within uh, five feet of me, right? Yes, he's right in your grill. Okay. Um, do I get the sense that I could make a kicking attack at him without dropping the skull? Like, do I feel like my balance is good enough to yeah, do that? I'd say so. Okay, then I'm going to kick at him with my two kicks. Sorry, uh, I'm also going to say, sorry, if the skull is on your back, how are you holding it? I just figured I was like canoe carrying this skull. Okay, okay, so you're not you're yeah. not wearing your shield then. It's on my back, so that would mean I'm at 21 AC. Okay, just to know. Okay, okay. Um, so the the other dude still didn't, you know. Yeah, I'm, no, we're good. Okay, uh, but there was a, a seven and a 19 to hit for my my kicks. Uh, 19 hits. Okay, uh, that's three points of bludgeoning damage. And because of the mobile feat, I can now walk away from him without uh, incurring an opportunity attack. So I'm just going to I'm gonna make my way around towards the mausoleum. Okay. Uh, and you yeah. can, and you're, so you're moving half distance. What's your, what's your movement, Ask Big Sterling? 40. 40, so you can move 20? Uh, yeah, if this is, um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because the, because we're moving slower because it's a heavier thing, right? Yep. Okay. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty puts you kind of around the side of him. Cool. Okay. You are um, now ten feet from the door of the mausoleum. Does this count as difficult terrain by chance? No. No, it's just carrying the. Okay. All okay. right. Got it. Yeah, because then it would be halved again. Um. Mm. So oh, no. And 
And for my bonus action, uh, I'm going to do Uvar. Uh, okay. My my rune for Uvar. So as a reaction, I'll be able to give somebody advantage or disadvantage um, in the future. Um, okay. Vlad, uh, Godfrey, Vladimir looks you in the eyes and says, I am sorry. As he attacks twice while you are grappled, he is not going to use his, um, holding his greatsword in one hand, he comes back with his fist to attack. That's a 25. And that's Ow. a 21. 22. I'm assuming those both hit. First one is uh, 15 points of damage. Uh-huh. Second one is 14 points of damage. 29 in total. Cool, great. Okay, as he just smashes you twice in the face to try and get you to release him. Oh, see that. He's fine with getting hit. He's kinky. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Um... <laughs> I don't think you have to test to see if you keep your grapple if you're being attacked. I think it just. Uh, I am pretty sure it is not if, yeah. uh, a grapple. Uh, unless you want to rule that, but I'm pretty sure no. No, no it's not. Uh, Godfrey, your turn. Esmeralda, you're on deck. Great. Um... Then what I will do is immediately regenerate. Don't do that. Uh, and can't use it on any of them because they are undead. Um, sorry, I'm trying to look at this. I'm right there. Dimitri's right there. I will, I will, um, reach out one hand, um, and graze over Dimitri's. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Dimitri's sword. Um, as I cast magic weapon on it. Okay. Um, and I'm casting it at fourth level, okay. which means it's a plus two weapon, uh, attack and damage. Okay. Ooh. Uh, and I can say, I'm sorry in return. That's my turn. Okay. Esmeralda, you're up. Fall for your on deck. I look down. I reach and pull out this arrow that's lodged in my thigh, and I look up to uh, meet the uh, eyes of the archer that hit me, and I extend my hand out like an extension of my gaze and cast a third-level lightning bolt on him. Ooh. So he's got to, have to make a deck save. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, deck save. It's not going to be enough. Oh, it's not, is it? Nope. He's going to take 21 points of lightning damage. Ooh. Very nice. Bye. 21 points. Um, and, as, and you see the lightning strike true, and all of you see this flash of lightning above the, above the tower. 
Okay. Um, oh, Fall for your up. So I will, uh, you know, get to the top of the uh, of the mausoleum, shake off the revenant that was pursuing me, look up to the tower or to the uh, the archer yeah. that was attempting to take out Esmeralda. Yeah. Pull out both of my hand crossbows and sharpshoot one after the other okay. towards this particular revenant or um archer. Okay. Um. So. That will be... You have two attacks at this at this stage, right? I do. Okay. Um, so 16 for the first and 27 for the second. Okay. That is... Those are both hits. Awesome. And that will be uh, eight points of damage for the first and nine points of damage for the second for a total of 17 points of damage. Okay. And they both ring true, even through the battlements through which they have very decent cover. Okay. Do you want to stay where you are? Yes, I'm going to Can I can I just be clear the ones who are were the one who that was pursuing me, he's not attempting to get up to the the roof. Not is that he? you can see right now. Right now he's standing at the foot of the mausoleum in front. Okay. Of, down in front of you. Okay. I want to uh hmm. No, that's good. We're good. Okay. All right. Um at that point that revenant Seeing Sterling making a beeline for the door, um, turns his gaze towards Sterling um, and leaps over the fence. So that is going to be 10 of his movement, 15, 20, and charges at you, Sterling, um, attempting to check you. And then he's going to wreck you. Can you give me a grapple, uh, an athletics or acrobatics check, please? All right. Um, that's a 13, including advantage for being Big Sterling. 13 meets it and beats it. Um, uh, and in this case, meets it, beats it is always to the... So in this case, you would beat it, I think, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah, so, Randy, yeah. I, yeah, something beats it. <laughs> I was just trying to figure out the grapple The, grapple the one thing. who has to make the check, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. he hits you hard, but you hold your ground. Uh, you, your feet basically um, skidding a little bit as you take the brunt of this uh, head-on attack. And he is going to end his turn there. Um, the one beside you, Dimitri, is going to attack again. That is a 17. That's a miss. And a 24. That's a hit. That is going to be uh, 13 points of... Oh, sorry. No, it's not. Hang on one sec. Wrong dice. Yeah. 14 points of slashing damage. Okay. I'm hurting. On the first one, and he's going to go again. What? Oh, no, sorry. He missed the first one. I said, right? Yes. Yeah. That was yeah, was yep. Okay, got 17. it. All right. Yeah. Um, the one beside you, Godfrey, is going to attempt to grapple you off of Vladimir again. Um, actually, now that now that Vladimir's attacked you, he's actually going to attack you twice with your with his longsword from okay. the side. Yep. Um, 17? Yes. 
And that is not going to be enough. 12 is not going to be enough. So for the first one, it is going to be uh, 12 points of damage. Okay. As a reaction, with Sentinel Feet, I'm going to attack that one. Okay. And uh, 18 to hit? Uh, that is a hit. Okay. And it's... Um, I'm going to add Divine Smite. So it's 14 slashing. Don't forget to add the plus two to your damage as well. Yes. Yes. I have that. 14 slashing and 11 radiant. Okay. uh, 24. Okay. And this one's starting to look really, really bad. Um, Obviously, having taken the radiant damage um, is not regenerating currently. Um, though the one behind you that Travis you hit hit some of his wounds you you watch Travis and I mean you're used to this kind of thing in Barovia um, creatures are uh, not typically what uh, they appear to be or sometimes it's hurt as they appear to be um, and it heals back some hit points um, the Archers also. Reg- uh, regenerate. And um, the one beside you to your left, Sterling, is going to attempt to grapple you to stop you from getting to. So if you can give me a opposed check of strength or acrobatics. 22. This is going to be a 23. You are now grappled by a revenant. Okay. By one. Oh, can I use my reaction to give him disadvantage? Sure. Uvar? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can. Okay, let's, let's do well that. Played. <laughs> it worked. Um, yeah! He has you, and you, you, you look at him, and, and he thinks that he has you, and he's actually quite happy, as happy as a revenant can be, and you <laughs> look down at him, and you strengthen, or you, you, you break through it. Um, Dimitri, you're up. Travasser on deck. Hey. Um, I'm going to try to finish off this guy. Okay. So, first attack is a 27 to hit. That's a hit. And uh, that's 11 slashing. Next attack is another 27 to hit. That's a hit. And it's 15 slashing. Okay. How do you want to finish off this revenant? It's head on the ground. Okay. As you swing through, it's head straight up in the air. Falls to the ground and rolls to gaze up at you, Godfrey. All right. Um, well done, my friend! Well done! Travas, you're up. <laughs> Sterling, you're on deck. I, I, I look like I see Sterling, like giant Sterling, Asmeralda Sheen, like lightning out of her hands. I just say to myself, it's all through. It's all through. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he's going to... Uh, is there? Is there? There's no more revenant standing near me, right? Yeah, there is one right in front of you. Oh, right here. okay. Like, oh, that one. No, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to disengage. Okay. 
I'm going to run. I want to kick the head at the fence as I run by. Okay. <laughs> of the fallen, the fallen head. I'm going to hoof it like like soccer goal it into the fence. Okay. And I want to go over the fence to try to help Sterling. Okay, so <laughs> he's, he's just jazzed. Thir- this. Thirty kind of puts you on top of the fence, okay. halfway. Uh, and now, may may I use? I, I think I can use my for reals action to yep. shoot him with my short bow. Sure. Perched on the fence. That's yeah. Awesome. So he he he's like just so hyped at, at the dawn brain. So he runs, boots the head, jumps onto the fence, and fires. It's a twenty-three to hit with the short bow. That hits. He does uh, eight damage plus my three d six for the sneak attack. And sorry, which one are you attacking? The one that um, the, attempted right behind Sterling that tried to grapple him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's eight plus eleven. Nineteen damage with okay. my short bow. Very nice. Um, ha- seeing seeing that he's kicked the the head of the revenant on the ground, um, Falfer being responsible, the responsible one in the party goes, "Hey, hey uh, keep it cool, my friend." Uh, just as a way to kind of you know humble him a little bit. Okay. I scored, Falfer. I scored. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shirt. I scored. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sterling, you're up. <laughs> okay. Um, opportunity attacks be damned. I'm making a dash for that door with everything I got. Okay. Oh, all right. Um, you step through. Um, oh, they're right in your way. How are you going to do this? Because you can't move through enemy space. <laughs> Just, but wow. I could move beside that dude, then go diagonal, and then go in front of the door, and then go inside, right? Like you, you can maybe go this way. Like I, I could like like football deke around him. Not through here because you're large. Um, but what about like the the north end of of that here? dude? Uh, the door is here. Yeah, the the door is there. I'm just saying, like, can I can I not get around him from the other side and start trying to squeeze between? No, there's a five yeah. foot gap here, five foot gap here, five foot gap here. You need a ten foot gap. Actually, there's I'll say there's a ten foot gap on this side, so you could go around if you wanted to. Almost like right. stop. D can go around. I'll I'll be dashing. Good. And actually, this guy's right up against you. I had said so. Uh, in that case, you'll have time. So. Yeah. You uh, knocked down five, the crispy bacon. Ten. <laughs> 15, 20 gets you to the door. Okay, and I'm dashing, so that's another 20. Okay, but when you get to the door, um, you're going to have to open it or something. Oh, I didn't realize it was closed. Yeah, so as you approach, um, you see that it is a stone doorway um, that is currently closed. Okay. Our door that is currently closed. Then... Oh, man. Uh... Is it disrespectful to use Argonfoss' skull as a battering ram? Uh, I'm going <laughs> to let you make that decision. Oh, man. Uh, and uh. I, let me give you a bit of a, of a, of a description. Tarnished silver-plated gargoyles, shaped like dragon wormlings, cling to the stone-tiled roof of this mausoleum. An eight-foot-tall, four-foot-wide, white marble door set into the southwest wall is engraved with a name that says Argonfoss. Okay. Um... 
would it be an action for me just to touch the skull against the door to see if that opens it? Um, I'm going to say that you're using an item, and so yes. So if you're attempting to, if, if you're attempting just to kind of turn towards it and and like touch it lightly, then I'll allow that as a as a like, free. Action. Like I was thinking, like graze it just to see yeah. if like the touch of no our boss would open. Cool. Is the, do I see anything that looks like it might be something to help open it? Um, no, it's it's as as typical kind of mausoleum style. It's probably like a slab that exists there with no handles, no visible lock. Okay. Um, Give me an investigation check. Sure. Uh, that's a that's a ten. Okay, so with a 10, um, you imagine it's going to take just some elbow grease to get through here. All right. Um, do I get the impression that a kick might do it? Or a um, couple of kicks, like in a, like if I made my possible. attacks? Okay, then I'm going to make unarmed strikes against the door. Uh, that's a 22 and a 16 to hit, and that would be three points of damage both. At 22 and a what was the second one? Uh, 16. Okay. So you come through and you hit it with the first one and it cracks the door. You uh, uh, Sorry, with the 16, it doesn't. Uh, with, sorry, with the, with the one over 16, it does. With the one, with the 17, uh, sorry, with the 16, it doesn't. With the other one, it does. Sorry. Okay. So, um, so you're, you managed to do damage with the first strike. Okay. Give me damage. Uh, that's three points um, uh, for my unarmed strike. Okay. So you get a little bit of a crack kind of that spiders behind your 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 strike cool and uh i think that's that's all i can do at this juncture in time yeah. okay all right you're right at the door uh vladimir uh as you see rage building um his empathy uh, and his love overshadowed by his hate for strahd and wanting him to remain in eternity in this prison of his own making. Um, as you kind of have him in this hold, he grabs his great sword with both hands, uh, which is right in front of him, and he twists it so the blade stands on its edge between you, and he wrenches up with the great sword against your chest. Yep. So not good then. Uh, that's going to be an 18. That hits. Sorry, uh, not an 18. That's going to be a, uh, doesn't matter, 20. Um, <laughs> like dirty that. 20. Anything higher than 16 will hit. Um, anyway, anything 16 and higher. The other one is an 11. So the, the, the oh. first one hits. Okay. You're going to take... A lot. Twenty points of slashing damage. Uh huh. As you feel this cool blade start to dig into your chest, um, energy crackling off it as he does it. Godfrey, you're well, up. Well, at least the at least the guard didn't hit you in the nuts. Oh Jesus. Um. The guard's a big head, Dave. Like. Turns it. Yeah, but the the guard is up here, dude. It was de facing down before. Okay, okay, it's longer than I thought it was. I, my mistake. Yeah, I'm messy. 
Um, <laughs> um, sorry, hold on. Um, and as he does this, actually, there is the head of Argenvost on the pommel, and his the eyes of Argenvost cross your gaze as he pulls it up. Yep. That was actually very good to know, because he says, as he gets hit, his eyes just focus back down, and they're almost burning. He says, I am not breaking my oath. I'm merely putting it away for a moment. I'm going to cast Blinding Smite as a bonus action and attack him with my short, a long sword. All right. Um, just to keep him off the, out the way, because yep. he has to do something. Um, okay, that's going to be... What am I doing? A math. A 24 to hit. That's a hit. Uh, okay, with that attack, um, it's going to do, firstly, um, 15, nope, nope, wrong, wrong die. Um, still 15, 15, 19, 19 points of slashing damage, plus, where you at? Uh, Ma'am. There you are. Plus. Five. 20 points of radiant damage. Ooh. He also needs to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. It does. Nice. That's a natural one. He's oh. blinded. Okay. Um. Uh. Knowing that he can't see right now, um, my second um, attack won't be an attack. It's just to shove him away. Okay. Um, um, and as I as I shove him away, I'm going to beeline towards um, Sterling. So I'll take opportunity attacks, whatever, if necessary. Uh, but I'm going to get towards Sterling. Okay. So while he can't shove, um, yeah, I'm gonna say you get an advantage on that shove on your strength. Okay. Not to 20. Oh, very yes. nice. Yes. For 27. Oh, um, yeah. amazing. So yeah, so and he, you shove him and he falls prone. Uh, his great sword in his hand uh, and you turn and you beeline. Um, and so Sterling is just on the other side of this fence. Where do you want to go? Just to the side of the fence. I just want to get. I just want to get as close as I can to make sure no one else can really get to Sterling. Okay. Uh, and he's uh, he's right on. He's right on the other side. There's no space in between. Uh, there's yeah. I, I I'll say that you could actually climb that fence and be right beside him. Okay. Okay. That's what I'll do then. I'll just be there. Okay. Um. <laughs> that's good for me. Okay. All right. Good turn. As Merelda, you are up. Uh, I just wanted to say you knocked down that archer when you were moving stuff around, so he should—he's uh, on the ground right now, but he should be up on the thing. Like he's I think that's Falfer. That's, that's Falfer. Oh, yeah. that's Falfer. <laughs> oh, it's Falfer. Good. Good. Happened to the archer? Yeah. He, no. No. The archers are up here. 
up on top of. Oh, the I can't see from the. Okay, yeah, they're they're, they're out. They're, of, off they're to out our of right. Range they're out of range. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, uh, that one archer that was hit me before, he's crispy but not charged, so I'm gonna hit him with a firebolt. Okay. Uh, he needs a dex save. No, that's oh. a 17 to hit. That's a hit. Uh, oh, yes, that's, a, that's still a hit. And it's for 12 points of fire damage. Okay. Ooh. Takes it. And actually, he should not have re 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 uh, regenerated because you hit him with a fire bolt last time, right? Sorry. I hit him with lightning last time. Oh, lightning. Okay, yeah, right. Sorry. So he does still get that. Okay. All right. Um, do you want to move at all? Uh, is there anybody left on the other side of this fence? Uh, just Dimitri. Or, or is everybody? And, or is everybody down? And, like enemies yeah, so down. So Vladimir's down. Dimitri stands here. There is a, a revenant beside Dimitri who is still up, and there is a revenant that is currently down, missing a head. Okay. If there's a revenant still up, I'll stay. Uh, and as a bonus action, I will. Um, I will start a blade song. Okay. Cool. All right. Falfur, you're up. Okay. Having imagined a giant ethereal Portuguese hand knocking me off the mausoleum, <laughs> then picking me back up and putting me at the top, yeah. I get inspiration like, oh, this great deity somehow has put me in the right position to destroy the archer across the way. Okay. And so, um,. So I will again take my attack with two short hand crossbows against Sir, my foe. Um, all right, so uh, those are oh, you awesome D and D Beyond. Sixteen to hit on the first, uh, that's and twelve to hit on the second. Nope, it hits the battlement. The second one hits the battlement. Okay, so first one will do nine points of damage to that archer. Okay. All right. And for my movement, uh, do I see how, do I see any points of entrance? Like, you know how mausoleums sometimes have the archways across the top of the mausoleums, you know what I mean? Like, so that they can, you can get in. <laughs> There's no way to get into the mausoleum. From the top? No. Okay. Just wondered. I'm gonna. St I'm gonna stay where I am. Okay. All right. I tried Inception. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. All right. At this point, um, the revenant that is on the ground dissipates into dust as he disappears as as does his head that was kicked mm. to the fence mm. um the one behind you sterling attacks uh, uh dimitri attacks you again that is not going to be enough that is going to be a 24 that's 11 points of damage I am down. Dimitri falls unconscious. Where is Dimitri? There he is. Oof. 
this way a bit so we can see unconscious Dimitri. <laughs> in fact, I'm gonna zoom in a little bit here so we can. There we go. Okay. Um, that's that revenant. The revenants beside you, Sterling, just turn their attention to you more. Obviously, attempting to stop you from entering. They're both going to take attacks. First one. Uh, what's your armor class? 21 right now without the shield? Yeah, 21. Okay. First one is a 26. Second one's a natural 20. Cool. Those are the two attacks Wait. from... Uvar to give him disadvantage on that nat 20. Okay. That is a 24. All right. Better than a nat 20. Yeah. It is. <laughs> better than a nat 20. It really is. <laughs> That's true. Um, the first one is nine points of damage. Okay. Second one is 12 points of damage. Okay. Um, and the second revenant is going to attack. That is going to be a 17, which isn't enough. That one is a natural one as he clangs off your armor and his longsword skitters across the ground. He is unarmed. Um, and that is... Worse. And then the two archers are going to take shots at you, Sterling, as you are now the main target. Do I still have cover from the skull? Um... I'm going to say you have plus one to your AC from the back. Okay, so I'm at 22. First one is a 20. It's not going to be enough. Second you archers. Bump it up, bump second bump. one is a 23. Okay. Third shot is a natural 20. First shot of the second one. And the next one misses. Cool. It's okay, you're good, you're good, you're good, you're good, you're good. Yeah, I'm, so I'm big, shot, I'm metal. First shot is uh, eight points of damage. Okay. Second shot is 16 points of damage for the crit. All right, okay. It's, all right. So, I'm leaking a little bit of oil, but, uh, <laughs> but overall, okay. Dimitri, you're up. Travas, you're on deck. Okay, here is my first death save, and it is a fail. Okay, Dimitri has one failed save on his... I can't say goodbye to someone again. Travas, you're up. <laughs> um, how, how far open is the door at this point? Not. It's got a crack in it from Sterling's fist. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to um, Oh boy. H having oh. <laughs> okay, he's going to uh, <laughs> it's hard to get into like the mindset of this guy. <laughs> okay, he's going to um, I want to jump across the tops of the tombstones to get to the guy that's beside Sterling. The guy, this guy, or the one, the one. Yeah, that guy. Behind, okay, yeah. 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 Okay. So just kind of boop, boop, boop across, and then I want to land beside him, and I'll attack with with both my weapons. 
Okay. It, yeah. I'll Give me that. an acrobatics <clears throat> check. Yes, sir. <laughs> a 10. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say that you kind of land on the first one, whoop, 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 and you kind of like land on the ground. So you step yeah. off here. So that's 10, uh, 15, 20. It gets you there still. Okay, okay. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so I'll attack with my short sword and then my dagger. Yep. Uh, short sword is a 19 to hit. That, uh, that's a hit. Okay. Dang, is a natural 20. Oh, <laughs> natural 20s tonight. Oh, man. Oh, go to us. Okay, so short sword is going to be uh, 10 plus sneak attack. So that's 20 in total. Okay. And then my dagger is going to be 7 plus 4, so 11 more. And do you have two weapon fighting? Yep. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Sterling, you're up. Okay. Um, so I'm making two more kick attacks at the door. Uh, the first one was a nat 20 for 25. So I'm going to put on my 20 glasses. <laughs> give me, a, give me and, an investigation uh, check. <laughs> investigation. Actually, you know okay. what? You already did it. N never mind. Okay, okay, so the first one's a nat, tw nat 20? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I, with with a flat damage like that, I guess that just doubles it? Uh, no, roll the damage on the second one. Well, well, because for an unarmed strike, it's just a f flat three points of damage. Yeah, so, so that would be double. Sure, let's say six. So, okay, so that'll be six. Uh, the second one was 15 to hit. Uh, that like, is... Did I miss the door? Not enough. Um... <sighs> Unfortunately, but the first one hit. did six okay. points of damage. As okay. part of the marble crumbles away, starting to create a hole in the in the doorway. Um, and you do see that with that first natural twenty kick, the door actually goes and it opens slightly, like it starts to okay. push in. Not okay. not the damage you're doing, but it starts to move. All right. Okay. Investigation. You read. There's a sign that says pull. Okay. Vladimir gets up. He's blinded. Just remember that. Yeah, I know. I I, know. I'm just, I'm just reminded. I know. <laughs> and you do notice that he. Uh, did you hit him with radiant? I did. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Um. Currently not knowing where anyone is, he is going to make a perception check. Okay. Um. Just so you know, if yeah. he made a perception check not using, using anything... Using sight, it was an automatic fail. If he's trying to hear shit, that's a different story. Yeah, he's trying to hear. He's just trying to gain bearing on yep, no worries. on where people might be. Definitely, I feel that. Um, and you're lucky, Dimitri, that you're not making any sound because you're the closest enemy right now. Um, so he is going to... He obviously hears where the, where the fighting is happening, so he's going to run towards the fence. This would be comical. And as he kind of runs toward the fence, he he, <laughs> he stops at it and, 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 and obviously understands that it's there. Um, 
Oh, and he can't kind of climb. <laughs> Clamor. How long is he blind for? He is blind until I drop concentration. Okay. Mm. All right then. Um, Sorry. Sorry, Husbando. It's okay. <laughs> uh, he is going to attack through the fence with his greatsword at disadvantage. Do I have cover if I defense? Um, I'm just a blind individual trying to swing perfectly through which, a fence. Which, even not, not perfectly. He's sticking his sword like this, and he's just thrusting. And the okay. disadvantage <laughs> that he has is because because blind, blind, the blinded condition causes disadvantage, correct? Yes. Yeah. Pokey pokey at the air. Uh, that is not going to be enough. Okay. As it like comes right beside you and leaves again. But he was very close. And you can feel him kind of nick your cloak. Godfrey, you're up. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Godfrey, two things. One is a spoken thing. So this is the place I know very well. I know he's just bashing it in. Do I know how to get into the mausoleum? If you push, it would take some serious strength to open it. Okay, so what he's doing is actually the best thing he can do right now. Uh, um, you think he? May, you think there may be some more success if you push? Gotcha. Then I will scream out, "Stop kicking it and push it down, or push it in." Um, pointing my sword down at Dimitri um, and swinging it all the way around as I cast aid at third level. Dimitri, Sterling, and myself. Okay. Um, no, Dimitri, Sterling, and. Travas, because he's over there. Okay. I'll get ten points of healing. I mean, ten. Your AT is at ten, not fifteen. Um, um, so the effects of aid would reset to now ten. Uh, Adam, you're up. Uh, sorry. So they get ten right. points of temp, uh, ten temporary it's, hit points. It's not temp. Your your max goes up by ten. Okay. But if you cast a spell, it gets reset, so he would get ten points. But he heals ten points as well. He does heal. Yes. Okay. All right. So okay. now you are. Prone but conscious, Dimitri. Esmeralda, you're up. Um, I am going to hit that revenant with a firebolt. The one up above Dimitri. The one by the fence. Uh, so he's blinded. Wait, there's two. There's one yeah, by the th fence, that's and then there's the one by this Dimitri. This is the other one. This is the one standing over Dimitri, who is now. I'm gonna hit that one over Dimitri for okay. sure. Oh, I was so close. I thought that was gonna be a twenty for a second. Uh, that is uh, only an eight to hit. Yeah, that's Rats. not enough. And it hits the fence, <sighs> igniting just beside where Vladimir is. Oh, really quickly, Vladimir, make a uh, Constitution saving throw. Hey, it's at the end of his turn. I forgot to say so. Yeah. Um, that is a 25. <laughs> yeah, that blindness is gone. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, and as he strikes through, you see him kind of pull back and the kind of glossed over white eyes turn back to that crimson yep, that you are familiar with. Uh, uh, do you want to move at all, Esmeralda, or is that your turn? Um, I'll still stay where I am. Okay. All right, Falfa, you're up. Okay. I will, um, given that Vladimir is so 
Wow. And who is attacking Sterling at this point? Two. There are two revenants on the other side of him that are attacking him. Am I? Do I? Are they covered from my perspective? Um, no. The one. The one is. The one has like cover behind massive Dimitri and. Oh, sorry. Massive Sterling and the skull. One is in complete view of you, which is this one here. Okay. So I'll I'll aim for that guy. Okay. And uh, again, use my uh, my crossbow hand and crossbows. Um, so that would be uh, 13 to hit on the first and 19 to hit on the second. Okay, can, can we verify the crossbow thing? Because I know that loading a crossbow requires I think it's a bonus action. Sorry, like you, can load, I, you can load one crossbow. Bolt. I did not hear you. I may have disconnected. No. You there? Now I'm here, I okay. think. I just want to look at the crossbow rules real quick, just to make sure we're doing yep. that right, because it does take, there's a special load, reload action that has to occur. Uh, let's look at this. Uh, proficiency with hand crossbow allows you to add your proficiency bonus to attack rolls, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think we dealt with this kind of at a, at a lower level. Yeah. Jay, where we, we discussed that it was able to load within an, uh, like... And I, yeah. Didn't you take uh, the crossbow expert yeah, You need feet? crossbow expert feet to ignore reloading. Okay, let me just double check here. Just yeah, real I quick, because I know that, didn't you? I know we've talked about that before. I, I think I took it when I switched over. So because uh, of the time... Sorry, so... Be uh, loading the the, the loading um, th thing on crossbows is uh, because of the time required to load this weapon, you can fire only one piece of ammunition from it when you use an action, bonus action or reaction to fire it, regardless of the number of attacks you can normally take. Right, but I'm also able to take like um, to take a double-handed, two-handed attack to weapon fighting, and because it's a um, uh, sorry, let me just melee attack with it instead of making, oh no, that's just for melee. No, throw the weapon, ranged weapons. Um, all yeah, right. Yeah, so you uh, can only uh, fire one piece, but you have two of them. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking yeah. at Jeremy Crawford. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Jeremy, you can... Whether it's an attack or a bonus action or reaction on each of those things, you can only attack once with a with a crossbow unless you have crossbow expert. Yeah, but if so you've if got you two have, hand crossbows, then if you have the action and a bonus action, oh, he has a two handed crossbow. Re, yeah. I'm looking. It says the, with the loading property, he says it's one piece per action, bonus action or reaction. So if you have a two handed, your action is loading it and attacking. But you only do, you only get one attack unless you do your bonus action to also do that same thing. If you're right, so bonus action action to do that. So I would take what a round of combat to load to reload both of my hand crossbows. Yes, I believe that's that's what it says. Because okay. you can you can load and fire one as an attack action, no matter how many attacks you have. I'm pretty sure you took crossbow expert though. Already, yeah. I, f I forget what happened. Yeah, um, didn't you do it at like level five when I switched over to dread ambusher or 
or I forget what it was there was a, there was a, like at level four there was something that we did that it doesn't yeah I mean I don't want to yeah it looks like you have a sharpshooter not crossbow expert belabor the point here we can I can look for it after okay you have sharpshooter that could I think, be what not it, crossbow we expert sharpshooter rather than crossbow expert yeah yeah um, so let's do one attack for now and then, and okay. then we can add damage later if, if it's the case but oh, I do so what think, I'll do yeah, is sorry I'll reload on this round then that's okay. what I'll do okay you're re reloading both Yep. Okay. As my action and bonus action. Okay. Sorry about that. Just want to make sure we clarify. That's all good. Okay. Um, I am going to roll an intelligence check for this Revenant. Because, Dimitri, you're right at his feet. Um... Yeah, you're down right now. He's not concerned about you. 5, 10, 15. To the fence. This Revenant is going to try and attack twice through the fence at you, Godfrey. I'm going to give him disadvantage with that as he's trying to attack you through uh, an area. Um, that's not going to be enough. And with his second attack, it's not going to be enough. As he's poking kind of the longsword through at you, trying to reach you and cannot. Those two revenants are going to attack you again, Sterling. Both of the first ones miss. Okay. Second one is a 23 and a 26. So the second one hits you twice. Yep, those hit. Six points of damage. Uh huh. And 11 points of damage. Okay, 17 total. Ooh. And the two archers are going to take their shots. First one is. And I, I'm not ganging up on you, but you are the biggest threat currently to the current scenario. Um, that's a 21. Or sorry, that's a twenty-four. With some cover. And no, with yeah, with 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 one point of cover. Did I? Did you twenty-four still hits? It's, yeah, because yeah. it's twenty-two, 22. with the one point of cover, because yeah. it's pretty much replacing my shield. Natural twenty. Oh Second man! One. Jeez, these dice. Uh, on, uh, hold on, I didn't use my reaction yet. So on that nat twenty, I'm going to use the sky rune okay and i'm going to shift that damage from me over to the other uh d-bag okay hey. all right so you're okay you're shifting the damage to the other revenant yeah from the nat 20 attack uh, nice okay so that would nice. be uh so 10 points of damage to him very good and then the next one is 10 points of damage to you. Okay, 10 points of damage for me. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm leaking oil and, uh, you know, all, all the, the robot fluids, so. Okay. Um, but, yeah. And the second good. archer, six points of damage. Okay. <laughs> right now, Sterling's just getting ding, 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 ding. <laughs> hit from all sides and still standing. I, I'm gonna bore a mirror my way through this. 
<laughs> Dimitri, you're up. Dravaster on deck. Nice. Okay, I am. Uh, while I'm still on the ground, just going to spend the rest of my lay on hands pool just to get me um, back up. So that's. And um, am I able to? You said the door is open a little. Can I see through into the inside of the mausoleum? No, it's it, it's open just a crack. Okay. And it's a it's a thick door, thick marble slab. Okay. Um. Then. I will. I guess that's my action. So, what's your I'll, action? I'll, oh, to use your to spell. Lay on hands. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then I'll I'll stand up, but I I don't want to be heard yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. And that's my turn. Okay. Travas, you're up. Sterling, you're on deck. Yeah, I I, uh, I hate to do the same things over and over again, but that's, I think, the appropriate thing to do would be to attack this guy a couple more times. Yeah. Do I have a sense of, like, when I stab him, that maybe 20% of that wound heals? (laughs) Um, Maybe 50%? Give me a medicine check. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, Not great at medicine. Uh, It's a a five. You have no idea. Yeah, cool. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, I will. I'll just attack again with my two attacks. Okay. Uh, short sword and then dagger. Okay. Just slicing and dicing. Twenty-five to hit with the short sword. That's a hit. Uh, twenty-three with the dagger. That's a hit. Uh, that's going to be. Uh, that's the wrong die. Um, seven plus. Seven. Fourteen. So fourteen. Okay. Plus my sneak. Plus my sneak. Plus eight. So twenty-two damage. Okay. Got stabby and pokey. Yeah. As you start to stab, he, he looks back at you, um, still trying to attack Sterling, not happy with the damage yeah. that he's taking. I'm like a little mosquito on his back. Yeah, Sterling, you're up. Okay, uh, as a bonus action, I use my second wind and recover seven points of damage. That's all it gave me. Um, I'm still pretty bloody, uh, but I'm going to shift the weight of the skull so as to, when I lift my foot and press it to push in the door, the skull would like hopefully help, you know, lean the weight forwards into the door. Um, normally I would be able to push 450 pounds. I don't know how that applies while I'm carrying a skull. I'm hoping that the weight of the skull helps, but that's, that's my plan is to, to kind of like push this door in with my foot and using the, the skull as leverage to kind of push me forward further. I'm going to give you advantage for that. Um, I'd like you to make a strength check, please. Athletics check. Okay. And there's no such thing as double advantage, right? That's a 21. That's a 21. uh, With a 21, as you press the skull against this door, the door opens wide. 
And you are now standing within an open, or standing basically looking halfway through into this mausoleum. Okay, with my movement, I'm going to head right in and try to find wherever this skull needs to go. Okay. Um, as you enter the mausoleum, uh, the interior is dark and dusty. You see four empty alcoves with raised floors. Etched into the far wall is a verse written in Draconic. Do you, can you read Draconic? No. Okay. But you are currently, you stumble into the mausoleum, but as you're passing, you get attack of opportunities from both. That's not enough. Um, that is a 18 is not enough either. No. So they both miss as they clink off the back of the skull. You are currently inside the mausoleum with the skull. So oh. the skull has to go on top of a beacon? So as you oh, enter... is the beacon. As you enter the mausoleum, um, you feel this energy, almost like electricity, start to arc off of the skull and kind of start to... hit the walls and begin to spider across the interior of the mausoleum. And as that happens, give me one sec here. That's always what you want when you're made of metal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's recharging my batteries, dude. That's, that's, that's um, yeah, you take 40 points like of healing. Charging a phone <laughs> and a microwave, you know? <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Uh, Don't try that at home, kids. Do not do that. <laughs> Godfrey, you turn towards Vladimir as you feel this energy, um, all of your, the hair on the back of your neck kind of rising, um, and you getting the sense of this presence within the area. And as you look up, as the... Uh, skull is placed into the mausoleum you see just a glimpse and you see this too Dimitri as the spirit of Argonvost apparates at the peak of the tower as you hear a mighty roar that fills the valley and all of you hear this audibly the dragon spirit transforms into a brilliant light that fills the room at the top of the tower now this tower is just this way and up above the like high above the roof of Argenvostolt within the steeple, basically, of the chapel. Flashing across the valley like a beacon of a lighthouse. To the left of Vladimir, the revenant, for a moment, his shoulders slump. And he looks up at the beacon and the countenance on his face immediately changes from anger and vengeance to hope. As a glimmer of their former selves flashes in their eyes, and you guys see this across the revenants that remain. Immediately you watch as their corpses, corporal forms fall away to dust, and what is left standing is their incorporeal souls in their purest form. And you see them for the first time, Godfrey, in 400 years, look like they did before they fell. And what happens to Godfrey? <laughs> I'm getting there. 
Give me a second. <laughs> Crusaders of truth and light, once again restored. As one, they all look in your direction, Godfrey. And with a unified nod, their spirits begin to rise up into the air. Out of view and dissipate. Vladimir turns to you, Godfrey. And he begins to, a la Infinity War, <laughs> begins to, spoiler warning, begins to flake as his face begins to disintegrate. And in Draconic, the last thing he hears is, I'll see you soon. And he reaches through the fence and you grab his hand as the rest of his body, the last thing disintegrating is his hand as you clutch and the ashes fall from his grasp. You are left standing as silence comes across the graveyard. What do you all do? We did it! <laughs> kind of look around uh, at everybody around. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, do a little bit of a, just like a whatever acrobatic little flip I can off the top of the mausoleum to get to the ground. I'll attempt a little little thing um, to impress Travis, Travas. Okay. And uh, yeah, I'll say I'll say something to the uh, yeah, good good free. Um, I I do not understand what uh, what is happening. Why? Okay, so first off, uh, kind of DM. Did Godfrey's complexion change is he no longer he is the same as he was he's the same but all of his friends have gone right and you can see the confusion in his eyes why am I still here I was asking myself the same exact question why are you still here So, Godfrey, the beacon is lit. What next? I don't. I, I don't know. I don't I, understand. I have... I have done what I needed, but apparently I have unfinished business. They, their souls have been freed, but mine is free, but not free of him. Should we should we climb the tower then? No, no, no. You all have done... <clears throat> you all have done what you needed to do. And I... I cannot thank you enough. But... Obviously... I still have a path. And that path includes 
destroying what destroyed us to begin with. My vengeance has not been sated. Yes. I will, uh, I will go inside and find out. Uh, maybe, maybe Sterling just did not put it on the right place or it, something. It has, it has been done. <sighs> the beacon is lit. And as he says that, you all look up, and there is a sense of hope that has been absent from you for as long as you can remember. And anyone who can see the beacon and in the areas in Barovia, that those that are good of heart and of good alignment can see the beacon, you all get plus one to your AC and plus one to saving throws as long as that beacon stays lit. Not only that, but those in our Discord community, the good aligned Vistani also get plus one to their AC and plus one to their saving throws for lighting the beacon. Nice. But as one thing is done, there's still a lot more to do. You all have no home. You have no place to go. The Vistani, they... They need you, but your presence has been problematic as Madame Eva has said. Therefore, especially with one of you being now a knight of the Order of the Silver Dragon, Argen Vosthold is yours. It could be a home or a sanctuary or a place to rest but it is yours for your fight against Strahd. And I, I will assist you. I can be a caretaker or I can be what you need, a guide, but it's yours. And I will weirdly climb back over the fence. Actually, no. no. I um, I um, look down and I see where Vladimir's form was. Seeing the sword laying next to the next to the fence, probably at this point. Yeah. And I will pick it up. And I'll look at Dimitri. You do wear a shield, but with the light of the beacon, perhaps you won't need it, and you can wield this. No one else should wield it other than you. And at this point, he hands you a plus two greatsword. Its hilt sculpted to resemble a silver dragon, wings and a pommel shaped like a silver dragon's head clutching a black opal between its teeth. It's 
It will be my honor to carry this weapon in the name of the Order of the Silver Dragon. May it guide you and give you the hope that this place needs, Sir Dimitri. There are things inside. Vladimir guarded at home a book that you may need. It was last in the audience hall. But become acclimated. Find it useful. Make it your home. I need I need to come commune with Argenvost, with Argenvost, to understand what this means for me. And take as much time as you need. And Godfrey will nod to everyone, nod to Travas, and begin to walk inside. And at this point, as Godfrey said, Argon Vostholt is now yours to be your lair as you see fit. Uh, Godfrey will remain at Argon Vostholt as your chamberlain of sorts um, to greet you when you come back, to watch when you're away. And at this point, I would like to thank Omega for joining us in the role of Godfrey up to this point. Uh, that is a wrap on Omega as Godfrey. Thank you so much. And we're going to take a break. Wow! Woo! All right, welcome back, cast. Uh, what an awesome first half. Uh, more than first half, but anyways, we're gonna go a little late if that's okay with everyone on, on stream. Um, after lighting the beacon, you have all leveled up. Welcome to oh. level seven. As usual, though, you can level up your character, um, do your hit points and stuff, but you won't get any of the special feats and all of that stuff until you finish a, a long rest, um, or when we decide to kind of do it narratively. But it won't probably happen until next session. Um, well. As I know it'll take you time to kind of choose stuff or whatever, but done. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you stand in the cemetery currently. Um, the skull back where it belongs, the beacon lit. What do you do? Did, did we do it? Is that what we wanted? I think we're successful. This might be the most success we've seen thus far. Just uh, do not expect this kind of result <laughs> every time. To be honest, it's uh, quite a surprise that we've made it. Um, it has been a very difficult time. I, I do not know how to celebrate. <laughs> how how do we celebrate this? But but you have a new house. That's pretty cool. Have you seen I it? I did mention 
He did mention the book, yes? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Vladimir had a book that... Should we go see what that is? Hmm. I think so. Where, where in the house do you suppose it would be? Is there a... He mentioned he said where the, it was, the audience yeah. hall. He said it was in the audience hall. And just to clarify, sorry, it's not good aligned people for the beacon, it's anyone who opposes Strahd. So, that allows mm. more al alignments to enjoy the benefits. Cool. Okay. Good to know. Yes, so so perhaps we uh, we take our business to the uh, audience hall. We learn where it is. Do this. I mean, Godfrey, he went inside. Uh, maybe we should leave him alone for a while. Um, we can find it on our own, no? I think so. I think so. And after what's happened, I, I think he probably just needs some time to himself right now. I agree. Okay. Um, now that Argonvost is yours to do with what you will, um, we can actually start to... Um, Traverse it a little bit, not traverse it, or traverse it, traverse it. Um, okay, where do you want to start? Do you want to enter through the back door that uh, Argonvo uh, that um, Godfrey came through? The gate currently still open. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As, also, as we're going to go through the door, though, I'll say, wait, wait. Let me check it. What are you going to check? I would like to check for traps. <laughs> okay. Give me an investigation check. After you, my friend. Not very good. <laughs> uh, 12. <laughs> um, with the 12, it doesn't seem to be trapped. That's not very promising. <laughs> no. Uh, um, I don't see any traps. <laughs> um... I, I will go first. Huh. Okay. Just in case. Uh, I'll uh, hop through the door. <laughs> okay. Um, you notice that actually it's, it's a, as, as you approach it, it's an iron banded door, um, which was chained shut, but was opened by uh, Godfrey as he came through. Inside uh, is a 10 foot tall archway um, with a staircase to your left and to your right. Hmm. Uh, Success! <laughs> no traps, my friend. Well done. I you turn to it. Sterling and, and Dimitri and Esmeralda and I say, do you think I need to encourage him on every step of the way, or...? Oh. He's got to toughen up. We don't have to keep, like, babying him. All right. I'm pretty sure I can still hear you. It was meant to be a stage whisper. <laughs> it's um, not a bad idea, though. Still being wary. Uh, let me try something. And I'm going to close my eyes and use divine sense. Okay. Just to see if there's any fiend or undead within 60 feet of where we are right now. There is not. Hmm. I think, I think we might be a bit safer than we were the first time. I can't say the same about the pressure plate at the front door, but we know about that, so don't step on it. Would anyone Perhaps. be able to 
detect any magic surrounding us? Hmm. Because I can't. <laughs> because I cannot either. <laughs> I don't very, really trust magic. A weird thing to say. What? Um, because it's every one of us has a little bit of magic inside. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think if I if I spend the night in preparation, I might be able to come up with a way of doing such a thing. Right. You would like to do that now? I wish I could, but I mean, sometimes these things take time if you're not prepared. I thought it I'm might help us in our investigation, but... What time of the day is it, Mr. DM? It's <clears throat> uh, late morning, almost um, kind of noon. You had woken up and you not came straight here. Not quite the bedtime. Here. Yeah, no. Okay. So having having learned to trust uh, Dimitri's perception uh, of the undead and people who are unsavory around, um, I'll just venture into the different rooms and uh, start kind of going around, okay. trying to find All right. the the yeah. room. Yeah. So in so inside so inside this banded door, you have a, a hallway to the left and a hallway to the right with with a slight um, flight of stairs that comes to a landing that both lead to doors. Which way would you like to go, left or right? And you can see uh, the I'm map there, at the top of the map there. Um, yep. uh, sorry, what am I saying? That is so not- Are we coming in through that, the top of the map? Yeah, sorry, that is not correct. I apologize. Um, over on the right, is not the, uh, over on the right by the mausoleum, you can see on the right by the, where the- Yes. Graveyard is, there is that kind of uh, flight of stairs that curves around a, a, a small tower, there is a banded door there. That is what's open. As you okay. enter that, it, it's actually the um, cathedral, I apologize, the chapel. Okay. Um, that okay. exists inside. So yeah, I'll go through those double doors into the next room. Okay. So, and you've already seen the chapel. You kind of understand what it is. There's, there's a balcony up top that you can see an overlook. As you enter the next room, this is a room that you have been in um, as you, oh, have you? No, you have not been in this room. Um, this is a dining hall. A 20-foot ta long table with sculpted dragons for legs stands in the center of the hall. The chairs that surround the table have backs carved to resemble folded dragon wings, and several of the chairs have been overturned or smashed to pieces. Suspended above the table is a crystal chandelier that glows with a soft white light. Standing in, a wi in windowed alcoves are two life-size statues depicting knights with dragon-winged helms and shields. You notice that rainwater trickles through the cracks in the ceiling, flowing down the west wall and adding to a large puddle on the floor. Five sets of wooden doors lead to this hall. The door in the northeast corner hang open. A pair of leaded glass doors, their panes cracked and broken, stand open between panels of stained glass set into the east wall. These panels depict silver dragons in flight. Beyond the glass doors lies a dark, misty room that appears to be a chapel, which is the web that you just came through. Yep. It's a fixer-upper, but, you know, great, solid foundation. Great features. Was that a, was that a wolf I heard in the background of the... It may have been nope. a tavern dog. Sirens Sorry. Sirens Sorry. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> but before, Kenny, I want to lag behind them just a little bit and take a quick look around this chapel. Okay. 
Um, give me a uh, investigation check. That's a twenty-six. Okay. Um, with the twenty-six, you recognize as um, one of the prime deities in Barovia is the Morning Lord. That this is absolutely a chapel to the Morning Lord. Um, yeah. As you see that there are symbols of the sun in various positions and places, as well as stained glass depicting um, the Morning Lord with outstretched hands and a sun with um, beams of light. Okay. Uh, there is a balcony with, uh, it appears two smaller towers with stair spiral staircases up the side that you would enter to go up. But other than that, there is just an altar that stands at the foot or at the end of the chapel. Mm. That that's it. Yeah, okay. that's all you see right in here. Yeah. Um, can I can I quickly take a circle around the altar uh, and investigate it before heading towards those double doors to join them? Say say that again. Sorry. I, I, I'm going to quickly jog up to the front of the altar and just search around the altar. Yeah, uh, there, to see if there's any compartments or anything before for joining the team. Yeah, the with that um, investigation check, you don't see anything. Yeah. Okay, so I'll, I'll jog back out, jog back out to them. Okay, in the other room. Um, I'd also like to take a look. <laughs> uh, I mean, you, you described it pretty well. Uh, what's up with this? What's with this uh, glowing candelabra? Um. Yeah, it seems to have some sort of unnatural glow to it. Um, you don't see candles or anything like that that, that would be burning at this point. Um, what are you trying to surmise? Um, I need to tell me it's secrets. <laughs> okay, give me an arcana check. Okay. 17. It appears to be some sort of magical continual light. Yeah, I, I'm good to. I want to grasp it and pick it up. No, so the candle. So to them, it's hanging from the ceiling. Then I cannot pick it up. That'd yeah. be ridiculous. Yeah. Have you ever seen something like this? No. How does it still it? I don't see any candles. That's amazing. It's a very I... strange. Could I take a closer look at the statues? Are they what does what are the statues made of? Or are they like those things where like the standing armor situations? Yeah. Um there seem to be made of let me just check here one sec. Um Yeah, they they seem to be made of some sort of and everything in here at one point was quite richly made. Um, a lot of gold and coin went into creating uh, this this manor, um, and they just seem to be like a high end marble. And again, depicting knights with dragon winged helms and shields. Did they seem to be two very specific people, or just no, just kind of a representation of the knights of the order? Okay. All right. Uh, then I'd like to take a closer look at the chandelier with everybody else. Arcana check. Eighteen. 
Okay. With an 18, you've seen a continual flame spell cast on something before, and you imagine that's what it is. Ah, that's what it is. Somebody just put one of those continuing flame spells. Mm, I've never heard of it. Uh, it's like uh, it's like when you cast light, and I I use a light cantrip mm -hmm. to just be like poof. Oh. Uh, but like it just stays on. That's good. So we can expect uh, whenever we uh, you know need a place in the building to uh, make sure we can see things or read or whatever, this will be lit. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um. So I will. I'll pull up. Uh, to the table, pull out one of the chairs, uh, being uncomfortably short for this kind of thing that I'm about to set up. I'm going to attempt to get my feet to the table, and um, since I'm so short, my kind of my back kind of slips to the bottom of the chair. Yeah. So I'm kind of l trying to look cool, but I'm not looking cool. Yeah, yeah. Trying to reach my legs onto the table, like a, like a child in, at the adult table. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this place, this place with your really hands up on the, well. the armrests, like yeah, ex yeah. exactly. Yeah, um, I like it. Uh, I can see us really, really turning this place around. You know, we must, we must keep our focus on the task at hand. Before any renovations, we must defeat Strahd. Really. Come on, Dimitri, a little bit of fun will never hurt anyone, huh? We, it's we, not a we, little bit of fun. Do you see how much work needs to go into this place? It's a little bit of spit and gumption. Surely we can do something with it. Jonas will kind of mirror his posture in one of the other chairs. <laughs> okay. So he'll, he'll sit down in another chair and put his feet up as well. I knew I liked you for a reason, young one. This is one of the nicer homes around here. <laughs> I'm going to sit at the head of the table and just kick my feet up. <laughs> there you go, Esmeralda. Join in. That reminds me, I brought a little bit of food for everybody. I'm going to go into my pack. I brought uh, five rations of uh, dire wolf meat, which I stole from the Wolfsbane. <laughs> that gacket. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Discord. Yeah, and I'll, I'll I'll head it out. Okay. I'll, see, I'll take a seat too. See Dimitri, time to smell the roses or the 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 direwolf in this case. Yes, but this will only prove to be sustenance for our bodies that we may continue in our mission. Yes, of course. So serious. I am a knight, again, remember? And I hold up the hilt. Yes, and I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll get up onto my chair short and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll make a bow. Yes, of course, sir, knight of the great, sir, paladin, knight of greatness, your greatness, sir. Can I just press to digitize like a jester hat on Falfer. Does that work <laughs> in this situation? Do it! If you had minor illusion, yeah. But <laughs> like a minor illusion? Yeah. Dang. Harmless sensory effect. Okay, that's a sensory effect. All right. Really wanted to just 
<laughs> it's a small effect. I'm sure the DM can make it work. <laughs> what do you want to do? In my mind, it's at least what yes. I'm thinking I yes. wish I could do at the yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah. Esmeralda starts to snicker. And you, yeah. <laughs> would, would this uh, period of eating our wolf lunch, could we uh, want to make this a short rest? You guys can if you want. That would be great. Good idea, yeah. Dimitri. Okay. You all can take a short rest. Do it. All right. Short rest. Um. While you're while you're sitting eating your direwolf meat, and you've been sitting for uh, what feels like about an hour or so, forty-five minutes to an hour. Um. Stretching out a little bit, obviously feeling the weight of the day, um, but also the reveling a little bit in your success at the task at hand. Um, you hear a voice call out um, from the direction of what you know is the foyer. Uh, there are two sets of double doors opposite the wall of the chapel. And you hear a, a, a voice echo out. We can't quite make out what's being said. What do you do? Did you guys hear that? Where, where did it come from? From those doors. Those doors? Everyone's done eating. Should we go have a look? I think that yeah. might be s super wise. Which which doors? So uh, the double doors on the uh, on. If you're looking at the at the map as it is the on the chapel? left side of the, yeah, oh. no, leading into the foyer, opposite okay. the wall of the chapel. I see. <clears throat> what can we can tell? I... What it said? Or no, they're quite language? muffled and distant. How f or... how distant did it seem? Perception check. Did it seem like okay. like emotionally distant? Or just... <laughs> <laughs> Sixteen. <laughs> Um, with a 16, it almost sounds like uh, it was at the entrance of the... Like, it was far enough and distant enough that it was probably at the entrance to the main foyer area. Could I get there in a minute, let's say? Oh, oh you could get there in 30 seconds if you wanted to. Okay, cool, because I'm going to cast Greater Invisibility on myself and go check it out before we go jump into something dangerous. <laughs> mm. Okay. The, so you're, you're just turning invisible? Yeah, so Esmeralda um, speaks a couple incantations and... Pfft, she disappears from view. You hear my voice for a split second. Like, I'll be right back. Give me a stealth check, Esmeralda. Where is she going? Where did she go? 18. Okay. She must be going to look at the where the um, voice came from. All right. I'll go check it out. So you hear hmm. you don't hear anything as as she walks away after the whisper. Esmeralda, you come through the double doors and you come around the corner of the staircase. And you see a silhouette of a humanoid in the doorway leading into the foyer. Um, and the silhouette calls out again. Is anyone here? It sounds like. Something to that effect. <laughs> um, but you can see that the silhouette is not quite human. Um, you see the upper half of a human, but the legs seem uh, beast-like almost. And as you approach a little closer, and as the creature steps into the foyer, 
Give me a nature check, please. Sorry, muted. Uh, 22. Okay. You have heard being a monster hunter and, uh, and having an understanding of creatures, not just of this plane, but others as well. Well, not necessarily this plane, but the material plane, but also surrounding planes. You have heard legends of a, of a creature called a satyr, um, a half goat, half human type creature. Um, and as this creature steps through, rich skin, uh, dark, uh, and a very familiar plaid scarf around its neck. At this point, I'd like to invite Omega back as his new character. What? Omega, can you please give me a description of your character? I think you're muted. You're still, still muted. Oh my gosh. Um, you, you, you see a, 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 um, yeah, a, a goat-like entity, um, have, most of his body is humanoid-ish. Um, his legs are, are goat feet. Um, his face, you see, um, his hair is long and almost dread-like braided to the back, um, starting, uh, black, brown, going into a luscious, like teal green, uh, his eyes are bright blue, uh, his beard and mustache reflecting his hair. And you see two big goat horns, uh, some goat ears. He's wearing a, a, a brown, green and blue vest, uh, wearing a necklace of sorts, but that necklace is currently concealed by a plaid, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A uh, piece of cloth around his neck. And he just looks... Hey! <laughs> uh, Still so, invisible. So wait, so yes. wait, 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 wait. Before we go oh, any further, right, right? He didn't see anything yet. He goes, "Hello." Can I ask? So we are the rest of us are currently in the other room. It's yes. only Esmeralda yes. in there. Yes. Okay. Yes. Just, just wanted to get the frame of reference yes. right. Cool. All right. Uh, so, still invisible. I'll just be like. State your business. You hear that come from Who the are you? darkness of beyond. Uh, I can't see anything. Hello? Where are I, you? I will cast, because I can cast a cantrip while I do a concentration spell. So I'm just going to light the area that he's in, but I am still invisible. Oh, and I will right. say again, who are you? State your business. Do I recognize her voice? Give me a perception check with disadvantage. With disadvantage? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Natural one. So that's a nine. Hmm. Yeah, you have no idea who it is or where the voice is coming from. I, I was... I was with people. I am I still chained up to the? To the am I no, still no, like? No, no. Okay, so, I got out of yeah. it. Okay. So you woke up, um, and you were tied around the neck to the statue. Um, yeah. Not quite, totally, fully aware of how you got there, 
everything's very foggy at this point. Um, yeah. But you got up I, and you saw this 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 mansion and you walked in to see if you could find anyone. Friends, I'm looking for. I I don't know where I am. What is your name? My name, um, it's. Uh, n- n- noggins. I will poof into existence again. No freaking way. It cannot be. And you recognize now Esmeralda standing there as one of the companions that you were traveling with. And I recognize the scarf, yeah? Yeah. You put two together. Away! Where... uh, I I was smaller and now I'm and you and and everyone else? Yes, we're here. How how? And you all hear now her yell, no way <laughs> close I, to the I'll doorway. run into the other room. And as you all kind of like spill through the door behind Esmeralda as you stand here, watch her standing with this creature in the foyer, lit up. Esmeralda. Who is this? I put my hand That's on the floor. Hey, bro! Noggins? <laughs> he has a scarf! I don't know why he's... I don't know how he changed! But it's him! How is this possible? Uh, I, uh, I remember being outside and... And there was a, there was a, a bright light, and 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 and, and now, <laughs> it is funny. <laughs> you remember all of us. Um, I I remember, I remember a pen, and I re- I remember uh, a house, and mean lady. And, 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 oh, and, and where's, 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 where's my friend? Oh, no. No, 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 this is not, this cannot be true. This, oh, no. this, is, this is not true. Wait, uh, uh, you say oh, no. your, your name is no, Nuggins. That I is so strange. So. So strange because uh, if I remember correctly, that was also the name of my uh, of my friend on which I rode. You uh, were on top of me. This so it is you. Wow! You have you've changed so much. How is this possible? I don't know. Um. Uh. Well. I, I'm here and I uh, don't really know where to go now, so I'm just going to stay with you. You have to stay with us. Which friend were you talking about just now? He like looks down at his, at his scarf and he just like, like rips it off. Oh. Guys, I don't know if we should tell him. No, 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 
This cannot be happening. I don't understand who this is. Hi. I'm a, apparently I'm I'm Noggins. Nice to meet you, Noggins. I'm Travas. Travas. He's Travas. new. Travas. I'm uh, Travas. I am almost certain we have not met. But they no, gave me I a don't... much harder time to let me join than you, so you must be very special. <laughs> so Noggins saved the day. Like, he literally rolled in on Noggins. Uh, I mean, this, this goat is perhaps single-handedly responsible for me saving everyone here. He's like... the greatest of all time. <laughs> I, I remember that. <laughs> This is, um, I'm gonna uh, looking back and forth between them. I'll lean closer to Falfa. This is not a goat, <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. He is, it seems like, uh, perhaps this, this goat who was once a goat has turned into this, uh, and we are not sure why, but let us ask him. So, Noggins, what do you remember about, uh, so you said a bright light. Was there someone who showed you this light? Was there, how did it happen? Um, I, you all went to the back and I, I, I was here and I waited. And oh, you I, mean the beacon? The, and he points to the light, the big light, yeah. Ah. Uh, uh. Uh, and he's like starts failing himself <laughs> this is this is new well this is new now um is it, are you saying that somehow the beacon transformed you <laughs> were you under a curse before or is this new entirely? I, I don't, I don't remember everything. Uh, oh, gee, I, are you hungry? Like, do you need anything? You have food? Yeah, mm -hmm. we should have more. Like, don't we have more of those? I only had five. We ate them all. I, I have a few things that I can share. I'll pull up. I have do not, run. Do not take Velfa's food. Do not eat his food. Oh, wait, um, just a moment. Uh, I run like straight towards you, and like hearing Dimitri just like makes me pause. That's <laughs> okay. just rations, Dimitri. Nothing crazy. Just a ration. So I'll pull a ration out from my bag and I'll hand it to Noggins. All right. All right. And I will, I will like just take him to just like start going to town. It's just a ration, but it's something. Mm. <sighs> well, I I remember, I I was he here, and I was dreaming, and then something something hit me, and then I fell. And then I woke up 
Drill it. Drill it. They, they, they gave me, they gave me to mean lady. Go. Yes. You were transformed into a goat. I was, I was not a goat before. Are you telling me that there are druids working or in alignment with Babala Saga? The mean lady? I think they I think they were. But I don't I don't remember much. Not not about them, not not about before. This is this is a dream. I was we dreaming. Have- this is the we dream, and we can wake up. No, no, we, no, no. It's uh, <laughs> here. I, I promise you. Pinch yourself. It's all very real. Um, I pinch myself. We had assumed that you were her food. <laughs> I pinch fell for him. Like, see? Oh. <laughs> oh, yes. See. But in in my dream, I. I remember falling and then I was here. So this is this is a nightmare and I have to wake up and and I don't know how to do that. Um I I guess I'm just here with you until I do. Uh Noggins. We were all brought here in a similar way, just unexplainably. I think you may be trapped the same way we are. No, I. Sometimes when I when I trance, I I I am out for a while. I'm sure this is all for a reason. Okay. He describes this place as a nightmare, and uh, I have to admit, you might be right about that one. We need to be concerned about druids. I'm a druid. Not you. I Ooh. mean, the ones that uh, brought you. We have faced druids in the past. It was druids that created that giant tree creature. Nagas immediately starts to look around. Does he have what he came with? Yes, he does. Uh, can, can I circle around Noggins as he's talking? I just want—I want to see what what weapons he's holding, what kind of packs he's holding. Does he have like the mark of Strahd on his face <laughs> or something like? Perception check. That's uh, a twenty, dirty twenty. Okay. Uh, what does he see with the dirty twenty? Um, I have a backpack on. Um, I have various things on my waist um you see um in between that backpack is a big um um kind of circular at the edge staff um and on his side is a big sickle that's slightly glowing uh that's really all of import uh but he's looking for he starts to like look around he actually gets on the ground i was i was holding this this circle it was like a 
like a like a metal rope, a, a metal. I was holding that when I was trancing, and now you dropped it. Wait a wait a moment. Uh, Jay. Yeah. Do I notice anything familiar with this? with noggins in relation to the one who was chained on offering for strad mm. and the effigy that was replaced with muskoka mm. give me a history check actually okay that is a 22. okay no um okay. You, you you don't think that there's any correlation between that creature and this creature Okay. Um, but you do absolutely think that the only druids that you've heard of in your travels and that you faced are the ones that were at Yesterhill, um, who were responsible for trying to raise the effigy or had the effigy and were trying to raise Winter Splinter. Um, but you do, when he starts speaking about this item, it strikes um, a story that you heard back in your home dread realm of Darkon. Um, mm. of items that could allow people or creatures to traverse the mists. Mm. Talismans that would allow people to cross over. Very, very rare. But you wonder if this is what he's talking about. And Nagus is currently on the ground, and though it's light, he's still trying to stare, and you see he just flicks his wrist and a green like flame is produced um, that he just starts to just use as a light source to like look on the ground looking for this thing. Perhaps if you describe it, we can help you look. It, it, it's circular. It's like um, uh, um, that big, um, and it's and it's like um, like a wheel, but not really. It was just shiny. Um, okay. Dimitri, so we, show, him, show him, show him, show him, Dimitri, show, show him your, uh, yes, show him your it, amulet. Something close to this, and I'll show him the holy symbol of Ravenkind. What's that? Similar. Mm. Maybe something you wear? I have a necklace. Where did you lose your wheel? I, I had it when I was, when I got, when I, when the, when I fell in the dream and then the dream shifted and the mist came in and, 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 and now I, I don't, I don't know. I, I just had, I had it on me. It sounds like perhaps it could be anywhere, but we could help you search all of the lands for it if you'd like. Do, do, do we see it on the ground, like at his feet? <laughs> no, no. It's, it's clear that it's not on the ground around him. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I, I, I just don't know. I normally can control my own dream space, and this is something I don't have control over. I. What are you all? Are you, why? What makes you part of this dream too? This is not a dream. Unfortunately, this is quite real. 
Esmeralda is having a existential crisis right now. <laughs> oh my God! What if this is all a dream? What if it's a nightmare? What if we're not real? What if we're part of history? I, I mean, may, maybe finding that will help me break the dream, but I don't know if I can do that alone. Was my whole life's purpose to get out of a goat's dream? <laughs> <laughs> that would be very, very unfortunate. That would be very unfortunate. Yes. I think we may be able to solve this quickly. Um, Norgins, have you ever heard of uh, Strahd, an individual by the name of Strahd? Vanzarovich. It's quite prominent in this place. If this were your dream, then perhaps... Would the person that I first saw when I got here, would he have mentioned Strahd's name? All right, actually, give me a history check. Ah, that's a negative. Uh, uh, 18, though. It was a 19 on the die. Yeah, it was an 18, 18 even in your... Even in the Feywild, you would have heard uh, legends of the Dread Realm, where Strahd is the Lord. That's pretty much all, without necessarily knowing. But, but you would have you would have known that he is the Lord of of a Dread Realm beyond the Mists. Be especially uh -uh. because you had this talisman and you were told stories regarding its its purpose. Alfred, uh, I, I need you to slap me across the face as hard as you can. Uh, uh, right now? Uh, yes, right oh. now. Okay, but no fireboat, <laughs> please. And I'll, uh, I'll, I'll kind of dampen my hit ever so slightly, like, like this. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> you take a point of damage. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, okay, but here we go. We're friends, right? <laughs> <laughs> Another point. No, no, no! Don't do okay. that. And I'm going to go over to Esmeralda, um, and my hand will just kind of just surround your face, um, and then like th this this not mist, but like it's like a a conglomerate of green, purple, and blue just begins to surround you for a second as I use my balm of the summer court to heal you. As you do that, that purple and green turns to putrid browns and yellows, um, nightmarish in its still serving its purpose, but slightly being twisted. Okay, well, I was, for a second there, I thought, well, no, okay, this is really real, and then that happened, and now I'm not so sure to get it. Take, take, two, take two points of healing, <laughs> but also one temporary hit point. Ooh. Oh. Thank you. Travas, can you give me a perception check, please? Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Uh, 22. Um, with the 22, you actually hear what sounds like a cough off to the side. Uh, and it seems to be emanating from the doors leading up out of the foyer correctly, right beside where you are. There's two double doors that lead out. I hope that they're wearing a mask if they have a cough. <laughs> And you, have Noggins, have been traveling outside of the lands in the last 14 days. 
um, it, so it's up, up to, uh, okay. Uh, did you hear that? Sterling, did you hear that? Did, would I have heard it? Probably not, right? Uh, give me a perception check. Seven. No. There was like a cough. Maybe there is another like animal person in, maybe in a dream up there. Well, we have not yet fully searched this place. Oh, somebody might be in your home. Yeah. Maybe. They're foolish if they are. It's also that one guy came in here earlier after we were fighting, so it could just be him. Is it this way? Where did you uh, hear it? It might be that way. It's hard to tell with this view. Noggins plops on the ground next to Esmeralda and just like starts on her leg. Okay. Uh-huh. How tall is he? Uh, when he's standing, he's about five eight, five seven. Okay, wow. Um, he's a short boy. So, so we're standing in that in the middle of the room. They're on the left. Well, no. So you guys, the you guys are standing by the top right pillar there by the stairs. You guys kind of yeah. all came and you stopped. Noggins ran over to you from the entrance. Yeah. And the door hmm. directly up from the stairs where you see barrels within, you hear a cough. You obviously don't see the barrels, but the doors oh, are yeah. slightly ajar. <laughs> The darkness beyond, and uh, you hear a cough come from that that room. In the room, not up the stairs. Correct. Okay. Sterling, it was in that room over there. All right. So I'll draw my sword and I'll go over to the room. Okay. I will also take out my short sword and I'll go with him stealthily. Okay. okay give me stealth check. Oh, I don't know, Sterling, if you're stealthing or not, but. Uh, sure. Give me stealth Can check. Can I go with him as well? Sure. You walk away from Noggin? I rolled a nine. I ain't going anywhere. Okay. <laughs> I, ro- I rolled a seven on stealth, so. Okay. Clunk, clunk. Okay. So Travas uh, kind of bleeds into the shadows and kind of disappears. Uh, as Sterling, you start to cross the stone floor. Um, how do you approach this door, Travis? Travas, sorry. Uh, I'm going to approach uh, uh, from the side that opens, like okay. towards the wall. Yeah, so the, the doors are slightly open in inward. Okay, they're double doors? Yeah, double doors, yeah. Uh, okay, so I'll be to the side of one of them and try to look through the crack and listen okay. some more to hear what else okay. I hear. Give me a perception check. 15. Okay. With 15, uh, with your dark vision, you see that there are wine... Wine, there's wine in barrels turned up, uh, sorry, multiple wine in barrels. Um, two on the left side, three on the right. Okay. Um, from this view, doesn't seem to be any other um, doors leading out of the room that you're in. I, I, I it, in part of my thieves' tools, yeah. I have a small mirror mounted on a metal handle. Okay. I'd like to poke that through the crack and okay. see if I can see into the room. Yeah, so you see you see the, the barrels of wine. With the mirror, you actually see that there's a door to the right, a single door that's closed within the room. And then you all you hear another... <coughs> <coughs> that sounds like they're trying to be quiet. Mm. Coming from within the room, but clearly inside the room. Okay. Um, and it's dark in there. I will 
pull out my... How far is Sterling? I'm going to wait until he gets a little closer to the door. <laughs> yep. So Sterling comes up beside you. I'm going to kind of... with a, I'm going to take my dagger out and with... No, I'm going to put the, the, the sword away and take my short bow out. Okay. And with, with three nods, so like counting to three... Okay. I'm going to I'm going to kick the door open and draw my arrow towards where the sound's coming from. Okay. So you come I'm going to fire it. I yep. want to be very clear. I'm yep. not going to shoot the peasant. Yep. So as you as you yep. burst in, um, you hear kind of like a shuffle as if somebody was was scared coming from behind the two barrels on the left. Yeah. Come out. We can hear you. You're already coughing. The voice says, Please, do not hurt me, please. <laughs> do not give hey. us a reason to come out. Uh, <coughs> I can't. Why? I'm very badly injured. Yes. Uh, How did... How did you get in here? And you can see now that there's kind of like blood-streaked footprints um, leading to behind where they are. There, there is a lot of us here. You, you should probably just look out and say hello because we don't want to hurt you. Okay. You hear like a dragging sound as yeah. he kind of drags himself out. Um, from behind, and I'd like you to make a nature check for me with advantage, please, Travas. That's a dirty 20. Okay. With a dirty 20, um, you r both see a elven male, clearly later in years, uh, dark, almost jet black hair, um, really tanned skin, um, not as fair as some elves that you've seen. Um, and it appears to have almost like violet-colored eyes. Travas, you recognize the type of elf this might be. And as he pokes his head around the corner and looks at you, he says, Please, please, I, I mean you no harm. I... I live in the camp, just outside Valaki, and I was searching the woods for a missing girl, a Vastani girl named Arabelle, when a wandering mob of those, those blights accosted me. I was forced to take refuge in the mansion. I'm, I'm sorry, I mean you no harm. I just needed a place to rest. <laughs> Not here alone. He, he puts his, he'll, he'll relax the, the arrow and Put put it away in his quiver. Yeah. Um, but ha one hand on his dagger yeah. will take a couple steps towards him. Is he is he telling the truth? Yeah. He, he well. Okay. So give me an insight check. Uh, and uh, Wait, I do, you said yes. <laughs> and you don't need a uh, a medicine check to tell that he is very badly hurt. And he seems to be holding a big gash on his side, and he's got gashes, and even like bits of needle, like needles, thistle, kind of sticking out from his skin in uh, various places. Okay. I managed a killer natural one on my insight. Yeah, you're not sure. 
Um, the rest you. of you that's, outside. That's kind, actually. Yeah, yeah, it is kind. <laughs> uh, and the rest of you outside, um, actually, <laughs> given your history, <laughs> given your history, um, you don't trust them for a second. And uh, the rest of you who stand outside in the foyer, um, you hear conversation happening through these doors. Uh, should I in? We should probably go see what's happening because if he was in danger, we'd hear shouting. That's that's true. So yeah, so um, uh, am I coming with you? Yeah, of course. I mean, unless you want to stay here. No. Then come along. Okay. Sterling, are you still big, Sterling? No, it ends after a minute. Okay. Um, um, but I am in the room with Travas, right? Yes. Could I do an insight? Yeah. Okay. What? I will, I'll pull my 24. Okay. For the 24, you think he's totally telling the truth. He seems hurt. Oh. He seems like he took re refuge in the mansion. He's scared, doesn't know who you are, afraid for his life, and barely hanging on to, to breath. What is your name? Savit. My name is Savit. Savit, come out. I... There are some among us that may be able to help heal you. Well, all right. And he kind of gets up and is like almost doubled over as he kind of like steps out towards you. And as you, you need a hand, of, as the rest of you approach, he says, yes, please. Yes. Okay. I'll help him along. And he kind of still is wary, obviously, of the rest of you uh, or of all of you. Not quite sure. Um, but seemingly convinced that you're here to help. And as he kind of steps out, you all see this um, injured elf who steps out mm. on Sterling's arm. It's fairly dark there. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I'm just asking if it's fairly dark in that, that room. It was dark in the room, yes. And as you come out of the foyer with the light that had been cast, um, it's, it's, you know, okay. dimly lit in here. Uh, in... In Elvish, I'd just like to ask him, what happened to you? Naga's ears perks up. Yeah. He says, ah, it is nice to hear. I don't hear that. I don't hear Elvin often. I, I was searching for a girl who had gone missing, a Vistani girl, from the Vistani that we live with and I was attacked by creatures, blights made of needles, and I came here to gain some rest. I, we stay away from here. It is known, very well known, <coughs> that the dragon haunts this place. But I had no other choice. Hearing that he had or he had been staying with the Vistani. Esmeralda takes a little more of a kindness to him than she would. Um, and especially hearing for, about that little girl. And you can see he cocks his head kind of at you, recognizing the Vistani garb that you wear. And you can see, like, kind of a bit of relief comes over him. In in Elvish, 
at Esmeralda. I just kind of turn. He looks hurt. Should I heal him? And in Elvish, I'll respond, yes. <laughs> uh, you're an it elf, too? It took us a while to figure all this out. I know, Elvish. <laughs> oh. And I'll um, move forward. And um, actually, what I'll do is... Um, does this last longer, or what does it do? Oh, cool, great. So it'd be, it'd be better for him in the long run. I take my sickle from the side mm-hmm. and I draw a circle on the, uh, in the air with it. And that circle floats beneath at least the five foot area that this man is um, standing. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, what's once was green, orange, green, purple, and blue becomes a putrid gross color. And he doesn't like that. Uh, but he casts healing spirit at second level. Okay. I mean, at, uh, at third level. Just so while he's just standing be- under it, he's going to continuously heal. Okay. Just before Noggins does that, out of frustration, in in Dwarvish, <laughs> Falfer Falf says, uh, someone should heal the poor thing. Dimitri will respond in Dwarvish. Where did Dimitri say? Okay, go ahead, Dimitri. He'll say, um, I hope that's what he's doing. Kavasso <laughs> say they are healing him, but I don't trust them. <laughs> Good, family. Someone's doing the right thing. <laughs> and, and as this is, sorry. Yeah, he begins to kind of straighten, taking his hand away from the wound. You seeing the wounds starting to close up. In fact, the little, uh, all the needles kind of in his head and in the side of his face start to kind of pop out as the wounds begin to close as he stands up. And you can see that he stands taller, uh, much like an elf with pride. And he says, thank you. Thank you very much. Who are you? Seven. Well, I have questions for you first before we reveal who we are. Seven. I need to understand where your allegiances lie. How do you feel about Strahd? Hmm. And how do you feel about Madame Eva? Well, uh... I mean, how does anyone who lives in Barovia feel about them? Madame Eva's old, wise. She has served the Vistani well for a long, long time. As long as I've been alive. And I prefer not to speak of the other one. There are Vistani that serve him. And there are Vistani that serve Eva. Which are you? I am not Vistani. I live with Vistani, but... I serve the memory of my people. You did not take the blood right? No. No. We live and why do you... separate but together with the Vastani. Um, it appears you've not heard of who we are. We are the Dusk Elves, a dying race. Strahd took our lineage many, many years ago. 
killed our women and our children. So we were forced into hiding. The males of our the males of our kind are the only last living. If it matters, I don't know if it will, but he does regain eventually fifty-seven hit points. Okay. Well, he, he stops at sixteen, <laughs> but he, <laughs> but he. Great. Travas <laughs> uh, will say to him in Elvish, "Where is your camp?" South of Alaki. I'm looking for someone. Well, I can take you there if you if you like. It's just south of Alaki. Some ways, not far from the town. Can you tell us more about this girl? Yes, she. She was the daughter of of one of the Vistani elders. And she is now missing, and has been missing for some time. We imagine that perhaps she is been claimed by the land, but her body has not yet been found. Many go missing in this land. It is forsaken, of course. How long ago did she go missing? Weeks. By our understanding, but her father won't let her go, of course. How could anyone let their child go? And the Vistani have allowed us to live. In fact, they have, they're the reason why we weren't run out of this land, why we have a home. And so it was only, it was all that we could do to help, to maintain some sort of Allegiance, I guess. I... Anyways, it's been some His time. daughter, she is daughter to an elder. Which elder? <laughs> and he kind of looks around to all of you. And he says, what is, what is this interest you have? In the we are the Dawnbringers. We are the Dawnbringers. Have you heard of us? No. Sorry. It's okay, Noggins. I have heard of a group called the Downbringers, yes. Well, that is us. So you know what we are here for. You know what our mission is. No. You know that you are in good company then, huh? Would you not? We keep to ourselves. I have just heard that you are a presence in the land. I do not know what... We don't... We keep to ourselves. We tend to not worry ourselves with... Listen, I've been alive four centuries. People come and go. Lives are fickle, especially those of the lesser-lived races. We're just biding our years until the land takes us too. His name is Luvash. His daughter was seven. Luvash. Esmeralda doesn't say this, but hearing this all strikes a chord with her as she's reminded of Van Richten's son. And so 
this strike, this gets her. Mm. Can you give me a history check as well, Esmeralda, please? Mm -hmm. Dirty 20. You know Luvash leads a camp of Vistani who are loyal to Strahd. You also know that his co-leader in the camp, his name is Aragal. And you've, you've heard of the Dusk Elves and you know that they take up residence together in a, in a camp built around a hill south of Valaki. You say you'd rather not speak of Strahd, and yet you stay in a camp led by a man that is aligned with him. Why? To be alive in this realm means giving in to some semblance of Strahd's control. What choice do we have? You always have a choice. My choice is to live. To come you can live with others. <laughs> Who? Where? Where can I hide from his gaze? He's everywhere. He is everywhere. But if you don't want to be around his people, then don't be around his people. There are many here that don't align with him. His people have done what they have to do to survive. That is all. I am of a mind to cut you down here. So as not to tell others he takes a, of where a step, we are. He takes a step backwards. And I feel as though you haven't been entirely honest. And there's a, a part of me that really wants to watch that blood run. Give me a reason. I have been alive for a hundred years. I don't need to answer to a rusty bucket of bolts. Well, if we are talking about age, I represent 752 years of collected experience in multiple lives. So shut up, child. And your long life, as you put it, is hanging by a thread. It has Nog been since my lineage was broken. Nagus is going to step out. But what he does is he steps and resolve it later, even if not today. Um, he's going to sit cross-legged, take his book bag, backpack, bring some some flowers and things out of it, and start to cast Augury, as he does not know what the choice is right now. So he wants to get some help okay. from his dream. Mm. Okay. Mm. is going to actually step a little bit between Sterling and Savid. What's his name? Savid? Savid? Savid, yeah. Um, so just trying to to calm the situation. From everything that said, what kind of 
sense, like, do I believe him? Insight check. What's his general, like, feeling? Is he frightened? Is he... Um, is he proud? Like, he what he was he, after he had been healed. He kind of got that mm-hmm. air of an elf that is typical. Um, but as soon as Sterling began to become aggressive, he absolutely tensed and took a step back, um, kind of prepared for what might come, but almost giving into it. What was is that the arm? inside check? It was a natural one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you believe everything he's saying. Now, Sterling, how many people have we helped along the way so far? We have helped many, and we have helped this one as well. But I don't think he deserved it. He says, wait, listen. You have healed me. What I say is true, all of it, all of it, all that I have said. I have no reason to lie to you, I do not know you. But perhaps we head back to the camp and Luvash and Aragal will answer your questions. What would those loyal... And at that point, Falfer, Aragal, tinges your ear, as you know, that that is the name of the Vistani that brought you into Barovia in the first place. And that is where we're going to end the session for this evening. Oh, shit! Sam! Nice. Wow. Thank you for watching, everyone. Hope you enjoyed our (laughs) session tonight. It was a great one. Man. Wow, full of action and twists and turns. Role play and twists and turns. So very good. Welcome back, Omega. Hi. <laughs> um, obviously, uh, you're <laughs> you had a couple minutes, um, which was spent uh, adding incredible makeup as usual. Uh, but thank you. And at this point, I'd love to announce officially that Omega is going to be staying on at least for the rest of the season. Uh, in the role of Noggins as a member of our cast. <laughs> so, yes! Congratulations yes. Uh, to you, sir, for being so incredible that we wanted you to stay for as long as you have. And, uh, and, and actually, Omega came to me and said, listen, I'd love to stay on. Um, we didn't even have to ask. So thank you so much uh, for that. Mm-hmm. You're incredible. Yeah, dude, you're the best. Community and, Look, and I, all that. I had to. I had to. And I had to play Noggins. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Loved. To I find did out not more, see that yeah. coming. To find out more, <laughs> tune into Aftermath this Thursday regarding how all of this happened. Because it is okay. quite yes. a twisted, fun, awesome tale. We uh, shouldn't eat them now. What's that? <laughs> we shouldn't eat them oh, now. Oh, yeah, that no. thing I said earlier about... Oh, he remembers all that. <laughs> right? <laughs> mm. Awesome. All right. Uh, tonight's winner uh, of the Tasha's... Um, Cauldron of Everything for your D&D Beyond experience is Stephen Mobes. Congratulations, Stephen, for joining us and watching tonight. You will get a code um, that you can use to download that. Uh, if you enjoyed what you saw tonight, folks, consider hitting that like button um, to help us get noticed. And also subscribe, of course, and hit that bell icon uh, to be notified. Um, thank you, everyone. Take care of each other. We'll see you on Thursday for Aftermath. That will include... 
uh, Omega for sure, and one other cast member, possibly myself, so we can talk through how all of this went down, because I'm sure all of you have tons of questions. Uh, <laughs> we have an incredible month left of sessions. Uh, we're in episode eight, so there's four episodes left of the season. Um, Man. We love you guys. Have a great night, and we will see you Thursday. Bye. So good. <laughs>